Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I've got visions in my head. People tell me that I'm crazy. I tell them that's exactly it. I've got reasons for my absence. People tell me that I'll burn out. I tell them I'm not like the rest of Hi, y'all. Welcome back to the I Love You So Much podcast. I'm your host, Kinsey Elizabeth. Speaking of the ILYSM podcast, I want to change the podcast name. And I, I feel like I've been talking about this briefly and not, I haven't been as direct with you guys as I maybe should be. Just like heart to heart, direct, you know. I have hated the name for a very long time. It was just, I, I honestly, I never truly loved the name. I really didn't. I'm really bad at making names and I'm like good at the other stuff. So I just needed to get that out of the way. And when we were creating the show, it was like a whole thing. Oh my God, there's flies all over my house. I like really cannot even talk about it right now, guys. <sighs> Anyways, the name was never something that I loved and I want to change it. So I did want to change it to Kenzie's house, but I'm not like a Harry Styles girl. And then people were like, oh, like Harry. And I was like, wait, actually, maybe that's not what I want to change it to. Because I feel like everything that I do is just kind of all over the place, right? And I want it all to come back together and be cohesive, right? Like the podcast, a lot of it's hosting, a lot of it's books and reading and my friends and like navigating your 20s and like cozy. And we obviously shoot it in my house mainly now. Like, I don't know. I, I There's there's something there, you know? And then I'm also doing a couple other rebrand things. So once all that happens, this will all be cohesive and make sense. But yeah, if any of you guys... Like, you know what? I'm sure there's a business where I could hire someone to give me a good name. You know, you can do that for a child. I'm sure you can do that for a business. I don't know. I've got to figure it out. But anyways, welcome back to the podcast. So happy you guys are here. Today, we're going to be talking about summertime sadness, the summertime blues, really to summer as a whole when you don't love summer. And we'll get into that shortly. I don't want to say it's like a depressing episode, but it's just like, you know, this is what we're going to, this is where we're at. This is what we're going to do. I made a TikTok last year about this and I felt this way my entire life. I just hate the heat and it like makes me so miserable. I love summertime activities. Like I, I die for country music, obviously. Like I love the lake. I love country concerts. Like I love that stuff. It's just the, oh, the heat. Like, oh my God, it makes me literally want to die. So we're going to talk about that in a second. Before we do though, I have a question for all of y'all and I need the answers. So DM them to me, comment somewhere. Honestly, comment on my Instagram because that's easier for me to see. I don't know what has happened with Instagram DMs lately, but I, I, I think my app updated and now like they're all coming through and one thing and I can't just go to like requests and like read them anymore. So I don't know, just comment so I can see them. My question for you, don't worry, I obviously already have my answer. 
if you could be musically talented for three minutes and 30 seconds, and you could not only be musically talented, but you could also be a performer, an artist, what song are you singing that already exists? Don't worry, I have mine. Mine would be Mama's Broken Heart by Miranda Lambert. That song, it just, I mean, I, I don't relate to that at all because... Well, I just don't. My my heart isn't broken, but also like I am the person that like, even if my heart is broken, they'll never know. They'll have absolutely no idea. Someone could cheat on me and I would probably just ghost them and never speak to them again. Like, and that would be my revenge. Like I would never go out of my way. But something in that song, man, it just, it makes me, it makes me want to do that. It makes me want to get my heart broken and be crazy. And like that, it makes me want to, to feel those things. But that would definitely be my karaoke song. I love Miranda Lambert. I'm on like a huge Miranda Lambert kick. You know what? Speaking of, I would like to give a little song shout out this week, if you will. I do have my Yeehaw Bops playlist 2.0, but I've been getting some DMs to update it because I will say it is severely not updated. Unupdated. The song is Holding On To You, Miranda Lambert. It is one of the most beautiful songs ever. It's in my like top five ever. And I feel like I never, I never talk about it, but it's just one of those songs that like, I can't wait for that to be me. You know what I mean? But anyways, I do need to update that playlist. I think I'm actually going to make an entirely new updated country playlist because I started that like five years ago and my taste in country, I feel like has changed a little bit. I'm also wearing a new sweater, trying to be like very coastal cowgirl or coastal grandma, just making sure it looks flattering for all my YouTube viewers. Anyways, yeah, that would be my song. I think that would really just be it. I don't, I don't need anything else. I know that's, that's my song. That is my song. I'm so glad that we're all here right now because I just need to talk about something that I was just talking about. It is the year 2023 and we still have printers that like look like they're dinosaurs. I just got a printer weeks ago, months ago even. And I'm gonna, it's printer gate, okay? It's still not working. I still haven't figured it out. We are on the road to getting this printer to work. So please everyone keep me in your thoughts and prayers. But I've never felt more incompetent than when I'm looking like, at a printer. I have, I, I'm 25. Like I've worked with technology my whole life. My life is digital. My career is digital. Like I, I do know how to do things. I also feel this way about TVs though. Weirdly, like the, the easier it is, the harder it gets sometimes. And then I feel like a boomer. But I just want to say the fact that like we don't have printers that are like invisible and just dropping like papers into our hands when we need them is actually crazy. Like it is 2023. We need to move on. I can't do it anymore. And I would just like to, and this is the other thing too. You see a printer like on TikTok the other day. I saw this like beautiful printer that was so small and like wireless and so easy and whatever. And I'm like, I just know that it doesn't work. Like I know I'm going to get this printer and it's going to be the bane of my existence and make me hate my life. And I did get a printer. You might be asking like, why do you even get a printer? That is honest. It's a mistake. I shouldn't have done it, but I did think like it's time to grow up and it's time to get a printer and come to find out, it really wasn't time to grow up, nor was it time to get a printer. But I was, it's like for work stuff, for brand stuff. Like I want all of my like skews up. I want all, like I need everything. I'm a visual learner, right? I have a huge cork board that I just need everything pinned up on so I can see it and I can be like an entrepreneur. I can be a businesswoman, you know? And the printer is really what is holding me back. I feel like I'm, I, everything else, like I've been reading really good books. Speaking of being in my businesswoman era, I read the Kendra Scott book. Incredible. I actually loved it. Like Kendra Scott, like style or what it used to be. I feel like when you think Kendra Scott, like it's never been like my thing. I did have a like, I had like certain pieces in high school, but they weren't like the 
what you think of as Kendra Scott, you know? And now I have so much jewelry from Kendra that I love. That's just like, I feel like it's not like the Kendra Scott brand. It's just like more like generic or different or like whatever. I'm talking about like the big earrings with like the big stone on them. Like it's just like not my style, but like love it. Love it for everyone else, you know? I love that woman. That book was so good. Like it was easily one of the best memoirs I've ever read and so well written. And I love that. And then I just read Matt Higgins book and I love that man. He is incredible. We had a call and really just changed my life. And he is everything. of uh, He's just the coolest guy ever. Anyways, I also read his book, Burn the Boats, which I've been meaning to read for so long, but I just like wasn't in the mood for like a business book. You know what I mean? But now that I'm like back in my business book era, and podcast listening and all that. I love both of those books. So if you guys are, you guys are coming along the journey with me, I would highly recommend those two books. Support for today's episode comes from Honey Love. Y'all, the reviews are in. Honey Love came out on top for best wedding day shapewear. So it's wedding season upon us. This is the ad you have been waiting for. Whether you are a bride, a guest, or looking for an everyday fit, Honeylove is your go-to for all things shapewear. Honeylove has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you are suffocating. You know when you're wearing like actually like effective shapewear and you just like can't breathe and move and then you sit down and then it like makes the rest of your skin like bulge out so it like kind of defeats the purpose? That doesn't happen with Honeylove. Like the shapewear from Honeylove it feels so like lightweight. I can't describe it. It's just very soothing and very comfortable. I wear it just on like a day-to-day basis. Like you wear like a like a jeans or like a tank top. Like you don't need to wear it always under like wedding day stuff, which is why it's so amazing because it's so versatile, okay? They have the best-selling super power short. That's my go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas that you need less compression. Like, you don't want something that's just, like, going to make you all, like, have no shape. You know what I mean? The Signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. It's designed to work with your body and not against it. Ladies, we've all been there struggling to take off tight pieces of shapewear with a bathroom lying at the door. It feels horrible, and it's also the worst thing in the summer, okay? But their shapewear has a 100% cotton gusset, so you can skip the extra undies. Plus, it has a convenient opening in the panty area for super easy bathroom, no costume change required, okay? That is what we call easy access. And again, a summer must-have. Honeylove has more than just sculptwear. They have incredibly comfortable bras, tanks, and leggings for everyday support. Ladies, Honeylove is just as easy to put on as it is to take off. Shapewear just shouldn't be hard, and their products make you look good and feel good, whether it's for a wedding, an event, or just an everyday boost of confidence. Honeylove is the perfect plus one. Treat yourself to the best shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash I love you. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash I love you. Hey, friend. I'm Nicole Walters, mom of three, your internet bestie and founder of Inherit Learning Company. If you're looking for the motivation you need to pursue a life of purpose, then join me each week on the Nicole Walters podcast as I share my hard-learned lessons and answer your DMs about life, business, and everything in between. We'll laugh, we'll cry, and we'll grant ourselves grace as we do life together. Check out the Nicole Walters podcast every Tuesday here on Dear Media. You can listen anywhere you listen to podcasts. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
I am such a fan of therapy. I have been in and out of therapy literally for the past almost 20 years of my life at this point, okay? It has really been the, I think the most important thing in my life, honestly. Like it's taught me everything I know. It's given me all the tools that I've needed. And it's really helped me actually a lot when I talk about like summertime sadness or seasonal depression. My therapist is who has given me a lot of the tools and also just been one, someone to like talk to through this, but like also helped me elaborate and like get to know myself in ways and understand more like why I am the way that I am. You know what I mean? We spend so much time every single week on literally anyone besides ourselves, right? Like on other people, on other tasks and other things that we need to do. Everyone needs something from you or you just don't have a good moment to really think about what you need for yourself unless you make one, right? But when we spend all of our time giving, it can leave us feeling stretched thin and burned out. Therapy can give you the tools to find more balance in your life so you can keep supporting others without leaving yourself behind. Again, for any of y'all that are listening to this episode and relating to what I'm saying about seasonal depression, I really cannot recommend therapy enough. And what I love the most about BetterHelp is that they make it more convenient, more flexible. It's suited to your schedule and also like more affordable. Just everything about BetterHelp is amazing, right? I feel like people were so afraid of therapy before of like, oh, then I have to go find a new therapist and that's so hard. Or I have to go like drive there and I have to like, it's like scary. I'm sitting in there with a stranger and talking to them. But like BetterHelp makes that all easier. You can do it from the comfort of your own room, your like your home where you don't even leave your house, right? And you just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge, which is also really important because it does matter what therapist you have. Like there is, it's like dating. It's like there is a right one for you. You know what I mean? So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Kinsey today to get 10% off your first month. That is betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Kinsey. Okay, we're going to talk about summertime sadness, a.k.a. What is it actually called? It's called sad, actually. It's really creative. Seasonal affective disorder. So oftentimes, people who have seasonal depression, I feel like you think of that in the winter times when it's gloomy and cold and like everyone's like miserable. No, no. During those times, I am thriving. Like the sun in my mind is thriving. Like I am just so happy and living. I'm living for Christmas. I'm living for the holidays. Like I love everything about it. And then summertime comes and I feel how they feel, but in the summertime. And I have felt this way, unfortunately, my entire life. And I really do think that the only way I won't feel this eventually is when I somehow become really rich. So if you guys have any ideas on how to get me to become really rich, please, my DMs are open. And then I summer on Nantucket. I think that's my only option. Like I really do. But in all seriousness, like when the summer hits, I am just so like, for lack of a better word, miserable. And I was working on gaslighting myself into loving summer. And honestly, it was working really well until it hit about 95 degrees. And now like all of my gaslighting work on myself is it's no longer working. But something about the heat just it takes it out of me and it may it puts me in such a dark like downward spiral. I don't use like anxiety and depression lightly at all. Like I'm diagnosed both. I have like pretty much my entire life. So I'm not like throwing those words around there. I feel like I probably should have said that at the beginning, but anyways, teach your own. So I 
I don't know. I was like psychoanalyzing myself a couple years ago, with my therapist. And I was like, I just wonder like if it just brings back bad memories. I'm trying to think of like traumatic things that have happened in the summer. And I'm like, my parents like got divorced in the summer. But like I was I felt that way before that. Like I remember feeling this like so young. And I think it comes down to a couple things for me that I've only recently realized. So I'll share those in case maybe you guys are also looking for the answers. Number one. So as someone who act, who already like has anxiety, just like plain old anxiety year round, do you know what I mean? I cope very well with my anxiety by like schedules and routines and having some sort of control over my routine and my schedule and like my day to day, right? And obviously I'm 25. I no longer have a summer break. So like that's not something. And I even, I started doing YouTube and stuff when I was like in high school. So it's not like summer was always like a free for all. But something about the summer season, things are more relaxed a little bit, or maybe that's just like kind of how I think in my head. Like there's just less structure and routine. There's typically more travel, even though I travel all the time for work, but like traveling in the summer is lesser work and more for like pleasure. So I think it just like gets me out of my routine and my schedule and my day to day. The habits that I've worked so hard to then manage my anxiety, if that makes any sense. So in the summer, it just feels that much worse. You know what I mean? I'm really not trying to be a Debbie Downer, but this is for my summertime sadness girlies. I know you exist because I saw you all over my TikTok comments last year. I did want to give some symptoms just in case you guys are wondering. So seasonal affective disorder, this type of depression is related to changes in season and begins and ends at about the same time each year. So honestly, this would work if you guys are listening to this later, even if you feel this in the winter, because a lot of this, you can, it, it's pretty much the same, probably like handle it. Symptoms include feeling depressed majority of the day, losing interest in activities you once enjoyed, experiencing changes in weight or appetite, having problems sleeping, feeling sluggish or agitated, low energy, feeling hopeless or worthless. I'm like, it's really not a depressing episode, everyone. <laughs> Difficulty concentrating, etc. Okay, so... You can also have this in the summer. Obviously, it's just like a seasonal thing. I just feel like it's not. Because obviously, it doesn't make sense. Like the sun's out. That's typically when people are happier. I don't really know why it has to be this way. I really don't. It's really just the heat. So number one, the less structure I think gets to me, right? Like something about that. It's maybe I'm really not a go with the flow sort of girl, as I've realized. And then also, I'm like physically uncomfortable in the heat and it's really not I'm sure it does have to do with like not feeling amazing in my body and like wearing certain clothes and things like that but that's really not what comes to mind when I'm thinking about this because it's more of a like I'm physically uncomfortable like I it's just so hot like it's obviously so hot in Texas it was so hot in LA like I was I still felt this way in California it's for me it's just personally more about I just feel awful at all times. Like, and I don't, I just, it's just, you're so hot. Like it's so awful. Right. Oh, I also just like love the fall and winter time. Like I love obviously wearing a sweater. I love being cozy. I love like making soup. I love football. I love like listening to like John Mayer. Like I love fall and winter and I love the holidays. Like I love hosting during the holidays. I love giving gifts. Like I love that stuff. Pretty much everything that I love for the most part in life, like happens in the fall and winter. Right. With that being said, I do love lake life. I love the lake. If I lived on the lake, I don't know if I'd be recording this episode right now. I think that things would maybe change. It's not about the money. It's about, well, that actually would be why I don't live on a lake. But what I'm saying with the, you know, seasonal depression, it's not about the money. It's about like 
this does make it seem like it's a money thing. It's really not, but the, it is a money thing as to why I don't live on water because I, I obviously can't afford that. It's just the things that I need in order to not feel this way would be either being in water all the time or it just not being so hot. So I'm like really uncomfortable and like miserable all the time. You know what I mean? And it's not just like a miserable of like, oh my God, everyone's miserable when they're hot. Like obviously, or like people don't like the heat. It's just like deeper than that. I can't describe it. It's It just is. Okay. So I'm going to give you guys a list of things that I do and that I'm going to be doing in order to feel better. I will preface this by saying I'm counting this week, this past week for myself as a loss. I did not do well. I, I Like I said, I was doing very well before when I was gaslighting myself. Like I totally understand people do that. But I just hit a wall and like was so not okay. I mean, I'm having a lot of like hormonal issues as well, but I was just like, I'm not good. And for me, a lot of the things that make me feel better is like having like the doors all open. Like I like a nice breeze. I like, you know, being outside and like actually like feeling good and I can't do any of that. And then I feel really trapped and I almost get claustrophobic and that doesn't like help anxiety. And obviously none of this is logical. Like nothing anxiety wise is. So it sounds if you don't understand what this feels like and if you have not gone through this in some extent, everything I'm saying sounds crazy. Like, obviously. But anxiety is not logical. So that's my defense. Anyways, this is how I cope with it. First things first, I texted my therapist on Monday and I said I need to get an appointment back because I was taking a couple weeks off therapy because a lot of people like go in and out of it. And I feel like I had been consistently going for two or three years. And I was like, maybe I do need a little bit of a break. Like, I feel like there's not like big issues right now. No, no. I mean, I took a little bit longer than a couple of weeks, but I called her up Monday at like 9am. I said, when can you get me in? So I'll be going back there. Another thing that actually really helps me, I have been going on silent walks, which I think I talked about last week or I talked about in a vlog, but I'm pretty sure I talked about it last week from Maddie, who is literally the most talked about person on my podcast currently these days. Maddie from OKSIS podcast, she got me into them. Basically, you go on a 30 minute walk in the morning, silent walk, and it is amazing. I I will say this week didn't really get those because my anxiety was so bad. I was like, listen, this probably, this would either really help me or make it so much worse. But I do those at like 7 a.m. And at 7 a.m., recently it's been like in the 70s so it actually like feels okay like it feels worse than like a nice 70 day you know what I mean but it's not obviously like 100 degrees so getting up and getting outside in the morning for me is crucial because at least I'm like getting some fresh air but it's not super hot yet like I'm obviously not going on a walk at 3 p.m like that would oh my god Macy and I did plan to do that though and like get tan this summer so maybe I will be doing that But yeah, as far as like mental health things that I'm doing this summer to help me, the morning walks when I was doing them until this past week have actually really been helping me. Leaning into the summer activities, you know, that I I really do like to do. As we've discussed, I love to be at the lake. I love to be in the water. I really just, it just feels, obviously it feels better because you're near the water. It's not as hot. And then I just like actually love swimming. Like I love like summer activities. So that's the weird part about it country concerts. I love Billy Bob's. I love reading. I love grilling. I love like gardening. Like there's certain, well, I'm not really gardening right now, but like, I love like, you know, taking care of the things like that, doing the like summer activities that I really enjoy and love. I'm still trying to make sure I'm doing that and like just getting ahead of it. Because for me, if I like this past week that I said is a wash, if I just like let all of the like anxiety and like depression just like seep in and I like don't leave my house and I don't do anything instead of the things that like I have to get done for work 
then I'm just going to be more miserable. So trying to like make sure I'm incorporating that stuff or even just like cooking inside and not even grilling, like things like that. Speaking of all of the summer things that put me in a good summer mood, we have a little message from Jenny Kane. I love Jenny Kane and support for today's podcast episode comes from Jenny Kane, which is truly a dream come true. I love Jenny Kane. I, how many times am I going to say Jenny Kane? I'm like, my God, okay? Just perfect timing, honestly, because summer is here and my wardrobe, you could definitely use a refresh. I also love the home stuff. Like I just burned through finally a candle from Jenny Kane that took so long to burn through. So great sign for a candle and it smelled so amazing. So Jenny Kane is a California brand through and through and their summer staples make getting dressed easier than it's ever been before. Think honestly, like think Nancy Myers movie, okay? It's minimalistic and effortless, but it's totally refined. They have flowy dresses and lightweight cotton cardigans to elevated versions of all of your everyday basics. Like this is what I'm wearing like year round, but also like all of my Nantucket fits will be Jenny Kane, okay? Not to mention the most incredible home essentials too. Jenny Kane is here to help you live your best summer yet. And for a limited time, our listeners get 15% off their first order. Go to JennyKane.com and use the code I love you to get 15% off. Jenny Kane is known for their super luxe cashmere sweaters, but trust me, they do summer cotton better than anyone. The Chloe cardigan is my new favorite for like a cute beach day. And their cotton fisherman sweater is a bestseller every year. If you want to live that like elevated coastal grandma life, like Jenny Kane literally is that, okay? Like Jenny Kane, coastal grandma, Nancy Myers, all synonymous. That's exactly what I was saying earlier. Literally the best thing ever. Also, please do not forget their home essentials because I need all of it, okay? So find your forever pieces. And I mean that because these things last forever. Like invest in timeless pieces that you will keep forever versus like just buying a bunch of like random stuff that's cheaper and like not made well. You know what I mean? Find your forever pieces at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order. When you use code I love you at checkout, that's 15% off your first order. J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com. Promo code I love you. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. This is another thing too, and it's a lesson that I have learned. Buy swimsuits that you love. Like buy swimsuits that you feel comfortable in, buy the cover-ups that you feel cute in. Don't, like, I feel like for me before, it was like, I don't want to spend $200 on a swimsuit that I'm going to wear like a couple times a year that feels so stupid and whatever. And you don't need to spend $200 on that. I was just saying an absurd price for a suit. But anyways, buying like the quality swimsuit that you feel good in that one is going to last way longer. So in the long run, you'll save money instead of like buying a bunch of cheaper ones to replace it because they don't last. But the ones that like actually make you feel good that you're excited to wear that you just feel more confident and you feel more comfortable in, especially for me, it's even more so like having the like cute cover up. I feel like I like would have the cute suits, but not like the cute like fit for the outfit, if that makes any sense. Like I don't love denim shorts at all. I've gone on quite the journey to find the right shorts. I do like Abercrombie Curve Love shorts. Go figure. It's like the only jeans I wear. I'm literally wearing Abercrombie, all Abercrombie right now. And these are Curve Love jeans. But I just never feel good in denim shorts. And then it makes me feel uncomfortable too, because it's so hot. And then you're just like suffocated, like sweaty, and you feel like disgusting. You know what I mean? So anyways, getting the outfits like, you know, the girls that are like at the lake and they have like the really cute put together outfit and whatever. I feel like you would think that was me. It really just hasn't been like I will wear like a big T-shirt and like shorts, like whatever, which is fine if I like the shorts. You know what I mean? 
So what I've done in the recent years is buy swimsuits that are maybe more expensive, but they've lasted me years already that I love and that I feel more confident and comfortable in has been worth every penny instead of just like trying to wear something that I feel like I have to and then I don't feel comfortable and I don't feel confident. And it just like is in the back of your head all day. Like uh, girls get this, you understand. And it just like never really truly hits. And then of course, gaslighting ourselves. I was really trying to do this earlier this year when I made my summer bucket list. I made my summer presentation, the PowerPoint that I gave to all my friends and I made all these plans and I was like, no, we're gonna love this. And then I like forgot to account for like throughout the week when I'm here by myself and it just gets very isolating and it's just like feels so depressing. So that wasn't really, it didn't really help me that much. But I, I, I think gaslighting might be a little strong. It's practicing positive thoughts, maybe. It's no, I do like summer. You know what I mean? But I don't really mean that. But if I keep telling myself that I mean it, then maybe one day I will, you know? And the last one, which really should have been the first one. So sorry about that cultivating a vibe. Okay. You have to get it. Like I'm even before this podcast, like I'm constantly playing music that like puts me in a better mood, especially during this time, because when it is hot and I'm already miserable and just like feeling not the best, like mental health wise, it really makes the biggest difference. So I love playing like anything country, obviously that's like my 24 seven. And then if I'm trying to like have a cute moment, anything coastal grandma or Nancy Myers playlist on Spotify, my favorite coastal grandmother one on Spotify is the first one that comes up. And then I'll just type in Nancy Myers on Spotify playlist and play that all the time. And they're basically the exact same playlist. Like coastal grandma is Nancy Myers. Nancy Myers is coastal grandma. So that puts me in a good mood. And then I also have certain podcasts that I'll listen to that calm my anxiety and that help me a ton to just like go back. First one will be Dear Chelsea with Chelsea Handler because she reminds me so much of my aunt growing up. And so it just makes me feel so much better. Certain episodes of my friends, again, not to bring Maddie up for the 15th time. I was listening to Maddie's podcast earlier today of like ranking Nancy Myers movies. We're obviously the same person. We actually, the older that we get, the more I, be, I am literally Maddie, I'm realizing. And then, I don't know, it just depends on the day. Like there's different kinds of, I really like Bunny, like Jelly Roll's wife. I've been listening to her a ton. I'm obsessed with her and Jelly Roll. I, it just changes throughout time. But having podcasts that like put you in a good mood and comfort you versus podcasts that like make you want to like take over the world. Like I don't really need to listen to that when I'm not feeling good about myself and where I'm at and how I'm feeling. Because the issue with times like this, especially when you're feeling like more anxious or more depressed is you spiral. And then, or at least I do. So I'm going to speak for myself. Is that I spiral and I think I'm not doing anything and I'm not okay and I'm not this and I'm not that. And I'm not, you know, fill in the blank. And you feel awful, right? It's good to listen to podcasts that are comforting and feel like you're listening to a friend versus like a podcast that's like pushing you. Like you got to know yourself and know, know what the vibe is for that day. You know what I mean? Also having a clean house is huge. I love having fresh flowers, even having like flowers that are like literally dying right there. I'm going to water them. I've been watering them every day. It's the heat. Okay. But having flowers like out on my patio to where I'm like constantly seeing like a little bit of color. That's like fun. I don't need, I say that as I'm like, I don't need a lot of color in my house and it's like a pink room, but I mean like this is like calming color to me. Like, I mean, like bright, like that's not really my vibe, but having like a really clean, organized house makes me feel a lot better. Lighting candles, having fresh flowers, having books around, things like that. It definitely makes me feel like a lot better. So a lot of the things that I already mentioned are things to do, like that I try to do to be proactive about said summertime sadness. But sometimes you just hit a place where like there's really not much you can do. 
And you have to make a decision in that moment of like, am I going to force myself to like go on with like my everything that I need to do today, my daily routine, like whatever, and see this person and do this and whatever, blah, blah, blah. And like, because I know that at the end of doing that, I'll feel better. Or am I going to like give myself grace and just like take a second and take a moment of time and like whatever. And it's hard because there's not really like a right or a wrong answer. And you don't always know like exactly. I feel like sometimes you push yourself and you feel worse. Very rarely. So sometimes when I push myself, I do. Actually, I would say like 99% of the time, I do feel like I end up being glad that I did it. But there are just times when you need to, like I said, this week has just been not my week. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to like take it really easy, be very easy on myself. I don't need to be everywhere and doing everything and whatever. I'll give the stuff that I need to do and relax. And so when I choose to do that and give myself grace and be easy on myself, I like to take a nice long bath or like even a cold shower when it's so hot. I recently found that out about Dawn that she like regularly takes cold showers, which is so tough of her. Like I could, I don't actually, like when I say cold shower, I mean like 20 seconds. You know what I mean? She takes like the whole thing. So that's really impressive. I'm not there, but a cold shower, putting on like a fresh pair of pajama pants or pajama set, getting in my bed when it's cold, getting under my, I have this like weighted blanket that's like an anxiety blanket. And the first time I put it on, I was like, why am I like happy all of a sudden? And then when I was doing, it's a Luna, I think, weighted blanket. Then when I went to link it one time, I saw that there's some sort of science behind it to where this blanket like makes you happy. And I will tell you, I sleep with it every single night is the best thing ever. I also have a weighted blanket from Brooklyn that I love. I love both of them. But anyways, I'll get under my weighted blanket. I'll read a book and I will drink a ton of water and just like be easy on myself. And that is what I'm learning to do because I I don't know. It, it feels weird too because like most people are like talking about this during the winter and like bonding over it and understanding. And then like this summer, I feel like I didn't know that many other people felt this way besides like some of my close friends because we've always talked about it until I made a TikTok last year about it. And so many of y'all related. So I really do feel for all of my summertime sadness girlies. I don't have the answers. I don't have the cure. I wish that I did. That would actually be a great thing to figure out. But I get it. I see you. I love you. I I get it, you know? And when you are feeling not great or when you're not happy, you know, maybe turn on a Nancy Myers movie. Maybe listen to a comfort podcast. Maybe take a shower. Maybe take a walk if you don't live somewhere that's hot. Or maybe you like the heat. And that's not your summertime sadness issue. And honestly, all the more power to you. Seriously. Maybe online shop. Maybe make a Pinterest board. You know what I mean? Like, just do something, one thing that will that you like doing and that might make you feel a little bit better and take a nap or go to bed early. You know what I mean? Like, just be easy on yourself. I get it. This is just not, it's not the time. Also, I didn't even cover, like, body image in the summer because I'm also very... I'm always afraid to talk about it because I never want to say the wrong thing. I never want to, I don't know, like the touch, this topic is so touchy to me. So I didn't touch on that a ton. I, cause honestly, a lot of it, like the first thing I think is just that, like, I feel, I feel gross because there's sweat covering every single part of my body. And it's like literally disgusting, which also is why Lumi, this is a, a podcast sponsor. This isn't an ad is a great product because it's all over body deodorant. Also another thing I like mega babe underboob sweat. That's like another thing that no one talks about. And that actually kills me and ruins my life with every single outfit I'm going to wear. And that's the other weird thing. Like I love summer clothes. Now I love dresses and cowboy boots. Like that's what I want to wear every single day. You know what I mean? Anyways, really good products. Oh, there's another, I have so many products. I can't believe I was going to end this episode. I forgot to tell you guys. Mega babe is really good for like underboob sweat. 
Lumi is great for all over body deodorant. One size just came out with this. I don't know if they just came out with it. I just started using it. A sweat primer. That's amazing. Dom told me that it's sold out everywhere. So I think I just got lucky and I got it. I got it on like an Instacart order. And I really like that. So those are like the products that I typically am like reaching for or need or like have to have. I am trying a couple others that I just ordered on Amazon for like underboob sweat. Like we're really close here, guys. For underboob sweat, I'll keep you guys posted on those. Anyways, if you guys want me to have like someone who is maybe more of an expert in like the body image world realm and maybe they're Dallas-based or can record here, please let me know or Austin or LA or whatever. I would love to have them on. I just don't want to say the wrong thing. And then like, it's such a touchy, important topic that I don't want to mess it up. You know what I mean? So anyways, I love you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. As always, you can watch it on YouTube. You guys can subscribe to the podcast, leave a nice rating interview. It really helps the show so much. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Love you guys so much. And I will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.